Freaking kids. I know. They're the worst. Better Call Paul is a self-help podcast for everybody. How do you know the hosts are qualified to dispense advice? All three of them are former pizza delivery drivers. I thought I ordered the large sausage pizza. Hello. Hello. It is that guy. It is... Hello? It is me. It's all the it people. It is me. It, no, it, it is me. Hello. Hey, long time no here. Yeah. Yep. I think the last time we recorded was before Thanksgiving, and now we're on the cusp of Christmas. <laughs> very, very, very close to the cusp of Christmas. Um, very close. I wanted to talk about our Evergreen podcast and uh, the month of November. <laughs> <laughs> we're actually, we're cusping the cusp of Christmas. <laughs> oh, there's so much cusping going on at the moment. <laughs> I think it's more like rimming. <laughs> Ouch. We're rimming the cusp. Yeah, I think so. Did you guys, uh, you guys no-shave November? I started no-shave November in October, and I'm still going strong, buddy. Yeah. I started no-shave November about five, six years ago. I haven't turned back. You manly men. My hair, though. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't cut it since about when I started not shaving, and oh, it's driving me nuts. That hair, though. That hair, though. What, uh, laziness? Uh, motiv- was there another motivation? Well, uh, going back to the not recording in the last, probably, what, five weeks now? Mm-hmm. I would say, by my calculations, I have been sick a total of 21 days. Mm. Maybe maybe a few more. And so that, that has a lot to do with it. Um, but, but for me and haircuts... Uh, I have to, I have to be in the mood for a haircut, and and that mood for me ebbs and flows, wanes and peaks or whatever. Waxes. Waxes wanes. You're getting uh, into moon moon terminology now. Yes. So it, and That's I believe real. the the few times where I've felt like I'm ready to get a haircut, I've just been sick, and I'm like, I'm not going. I'm not going to go sit in the chair and make some girl or possibly a guy cut my hair while I'm sitting there hacking up whatever whatever it is that's in my chest so so yeah uh, it's terrible my my wife wants me to grow it out yeah you should do that we'll see she we were watching a an episode of Columbo the other day a few days ago and she said if I grew my hair out uh, it would look like his I can see that oh well, that's not very far I thought I thought long hair well, that I mean, that's where that's about where I'm at right now. But it see, it's it's short enough that the curls do exactly what they want to do, and it, I mean, it's it's rough. And um, both of us are thinking if I grow it out more, it'll get to the point where it's just kind of wavy. Mm. You know, the weight of all that hair will tame the curls. Your hair has so much character. I fucking hate my hair, dude. I always have. Just do yourself a favor and don't watch Kojak. <laughs> I think in the same way that a lot of people hate their own voice, uh, I hate my own hair, too. 
What what do you do, what what is it that you don't like about your hair? I I've never had an issue with your hair. I don't like the way it looks or feels. Do you have coarse hair, Paul? I've I've never actually felt your hair. I I don't know. I'll come over and let you tell me. I th- I think about like um I'm comparing it to our buddy um Robert's brother, uh Sean. Sean. He always had like the Brillo head hair. Yes, he did. Now, my I mean, hair is not like Adam's dog's hair. That <laughs> is not my dog. You, you mean his childhood dog's hair. <laughs> of which I, we, we uh, figured out she was dead, right? She's dead? Gotta be. Gotta, gotta be dead. We recently <laughs> found out. It wasn't like we happened upon her. No. Yeah, it's... It, it recently occurred to me that she's probably no longer with us. Who knows, oh. though? Oh. I never got any postcards, so... Keely thinks that my hair's thinning. Uh, my dad's dad was bald, but my mom's dad wasn't, so I, I've never thought about going bald. It's just going to be patchy. Yeah. <laughs> There'll be patches of really thick, lush, beautiful <laughs> hair. <laughs> The reverse male pattern bald. It's just kind of this like weird faux hawk. It's kind of kind of the hairstyle you've been rocking for for a while. Yeah, really short on the sides, long on the top. You know that that uh, that new guy they brought in at work. He right off the bat he started in with spiky hair. So I said, screw it, I'm not doing that anymore. We're not going to be the two guys in my department with the hair that's the same. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> this isn't Ruben, right? No. No, no Ruben's long gone. Ruben's okay. long gone, although Drake is, is kicking it strong in my <laughs> office. That heavy rotation, landline bling or whatever. Now, I remember when we worked in the warehouse, it was um, new people came in via a um, temp agency. Is that true for the office? Yeah. Not always. I don't think so. If they come straight to the office, I don't think so. Okay. Unless they're like uh, a receptionist. I think she came in as a temp, but everybody else there. Now, is she a permanent yeah. fixture in the office now? I think so. Okay. I don't know. We have a rotating door on our um, receptionist for some reason. When we get a real good one, they move her to a different position. And when we get a real bad one, they quit or get fired. So we're always training uh-huh. new receptionists. It's, it's lots of fun. If only we could get that middle-of-the-road employee in here. <laughs> Somebody that has yes. longevity like Paul. <laughs> Somebody that really knows how to ride that line right down the middle of the road. I, I'm a little bit scared. New guy's taking a lot of my responsibilities away. Don't know where this is headed. And and does he seem to be better at the responsibilities? So far, yeah. He's, he's great. Awesome. Oh, man. So uh, Monique was on um, maternity leave for three months. Again. Um, and she had, yeah, <laughs> bum. <laughs> Sorry, honey. You know um, what causes that, right? <laughs> um, so she uh, she had a big project she was working on um, that she she had to hand off uh, when she when she left. And um, she she went back to work about a week ago, and she finds out that like her equal on her team, who happens to be six seven years younger, uh, and she was the one who took over the project. Um, she finished the project and then got promoted to the rank of Monique's boss uh, while wow while Monique was out. Oh boy! So now now yeah now she's working for someone who's 
<clears throat> younger than her, uh, and I'm, I'm assuming, I, I don't work there, but uh, apparently she, it didn't hurt her that she took over this big project, finished it. She's a little uh, Having a boss that's younger than you uh, is bothersome. And I never imagined that it would be so bad. Well, because we always imagined we were going to be those people. Yeah. We're the new guys. We're going to run your shit, old people. Move. <laughs> I know how to do this better than you. Well, I'm still doing that. <laughs> Even with the new guy. Maybe a spot in IT will open up for you if the guy uh, supersedes you. <laughs> yeah. Stay tuned. <laughs> I've been cursed by a maternity leave at work. I, I don't know if I told you guys. I, I, I moved from uh, one office, the, the office I started with when I moved to this company, uh, that was 20 miles away. Uh, finally got moved to our newer office that is 10 miles away. And then three days after I made that move, they're like, ooh, hey, uh, that designer that we had that was covering our two south locations had her baby about a month early. So we're going to need you to drive... Um, 40 miles to one place and 65 to the other uh, three times a week. So that was, I don't know what you call it. I don't think it was karma. I, I haven't done anything that... <laughs> did you... Um, ironic? Did, I guess it was ironic. Did you tell them about Skype? <laughs> yeah. yeah Sound, sounds like you uh, should have picked up a few more podcasts. <laughs> sounds like Oh, I yeah. Shouldn't. You got that drive time? Yeah. Sounds like I shouldn't... It's the curse of competence, I guess. I, hey, you look like you know what you're doing. Why don't you go take care of that? The, the drive isn't the hard part. That Whatever, I'm in the car longer, they pay me mileage. But, like, I just... I, now I'm, like, jumping in all these orders I had nothing to do with. And it's a uh, nightmare. Hmm. Management. Something like that. You're, like, a project leader? Yeah, and it's, like, you know, all these people from... You know, now it's four different stores because they still have the stuff I was taking care of at the, the my old store, wrapping stuff up there, the new store, and then these two other ones are adding, and, and I'm just getting getting it from all over. Are you, like, so, uh, working with people and giving them tasks to do? No, it's more like, uh, I don't know what to do with this. Here, do it. Here, figure it out. So it, it's just a bunch of stuff that gets dumped on me. And then when I try to... Push it back to them. Okay, all you need to do is call this number, ask them these couple questions, and they're like, "Oh, I don't know, I don't know what to do." So then I end up having to take care of it. It's a bunch of. Bullshit. You're like, I just told you what to do, right? This is what you do, <laughs> right? Well, it's like problems. So say they were my problems, something uh, problem I generated. Uh, it might take me five to ten minutes to figure out what to do to solve it. <clears throat> because I already know all the information I need to know. But on these things, they tell me, hey, uh, whatever the problem is, they, they present it to me, and then I have to spend an hour to an hour and a half figuring out the whole backstory before I can even come up with a solution for it. It's just a giant time suck. Anyway, that's me just driving around. Sounds nice. I drive to work, and I sit in my cubicle uh, from when it's dark out till when it's dark out again, and then I go home. <laughs> If I turn my head at the right angle, I can see a window on the far side of the office. <laughs> and sometimes there's daylight, but this time of year, not, not normally. And there, and there, mean, there's the two squirrels and, and the one squirrel. <laughs> and if you turn your head the other way, you get scared by that Christmas tree that's in your periphery. <laughs> oh, I have totally been there. Uh, somebody set up like a, a standy uh, like display just outside my office, and it was just in my peripheral vision. And ten times a day, I'd, I'd go, oh, oh, that's, whew, just a display. Nobody's standing there trying to stab me. <laughs> 
We have a so what uh, else? We have a few satellite, <clears throat> excuse me, buildings, and uh, it's real exciting because some of them aren't visited that often, and they have wildlife outside. There's a there's a groundhog I visit sometimes. <laughs> oh yeah? Did you did you name him? N- no. I didn't. I, I don't see him that often. He lives under a sign for a company that's no longer in the building we're occupying. Hmm. What color's your stapler? <laughs> I've got a black one and a electric one that's taupe. Whoa. Taupe electric stapler. That's... Is that a Bostitch? Stanley? You know, I I don't know. Hmm. I stole it from one of the companies we ate. Oh. <laughs> nom, nom, nom. Gonna brush that one under the rug there. Hey, well, I didn't steal it. Steal it. It's in. It's in my office at my it, job. It, it was an aqua, uh, acquisition. You acquired it. That's right. That's Wait. what happens when <clears throat> when big company A eats small company B. Yep. Things get acquired. Would somebody uh, make a fuss if they saw you walking out of the office with that? No, probably not. Sounds like that needs to show up in your living room. Well, there were maybe three or four of those that I had, and one stated work. Oh, even better. I have some follow-up here. <laughs> Excellent. Hey, Tony. Hey. Did you get those Time Life books? No. no when is this going to happen? I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. Do you like, wanna... why are you so? Why are you so worried about my Time Life books? Well, I'm worried about you. You're always talking about how much you hate your house, and one day you're just going to be underneath it collapsed you're collapsed it's collapsed on top of you there's a whole bunch of collapsing if only i had those time life books i mean if they're tall enough they would hold at least that much of the structure off of your body yeah yes uh i mean i i am in um i i have had conversations with the gentleman who purchased or acquired those those books for me uh but i haven't seen him in person it's oh the life of a railroader I was just thinking maybe there was more to it. Maybe he's trying to get you to come to his home for other reasons under the guise of time life books. No, he said he'll get them to me next time he sees me. They're in his truck. He's been carrying them around in a backpack for three months. (laughs) (laughs) Just waiting for a chance encounter. I even brought them to the mall this weekend thinking I might run India. Just in case. Oh, who goes to malls though? Uh, Not me. I do sometimes, mostly just for the, I don't know, the pretzel hot dogs. The ambiance. Ooh, pretzel hot dogs. Yeah, there's a Ben's Pretzels in the middle of the mall next to Macy's. That used to be the Cinnabon, right? I believe so. Yeah, I miss the Cinnabon. Well, I think Cinnabon is now a kiosk on the way to the food court. Oh? I think so. No, there's an Annie's. Ah, yep. That's, that's, what, what, you're th- that's what you're thinking mm-hmm. of. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so I go to the uh, the mall for the Apple Store when, when I, I want to pretend like I have money that I could spend at the Apple Store, and that's that's about it. Uh, the, one of my first first days at that new office, um, <clears throat> there isn't a whole lot of a uh, lot of restaurants that I could tell right around our uh, that office. So I asked for some suggestions uh, where to go to eat, and uh, my new boss is like, well. Um, Forget the name. It was some some mom and pop deli shop. He's like great sandwiches. Get the Reuben. You won't be, uh, you know, or no, a pastrami sandwich. Get a pastrami sandwich. You won't be disappointed. So I got to agree with that. I 
and yeah, I mean, I, I don't think there's a pastrami sandwich that I've, uh, I've ever turned down. He tells me the name of the place. I get out in my car. I, I put in the GPS. And it's like almost 20 minutes away. So it's going to be 40 minutes round trip. And then whatever time it takes me to order my food. So I'm like, all right, well, my boss told me. He suggested it. So he knows how far it is. So I go. And then... Um, Two hours later. Well, I get there. And it's not... So it's like a full-on restaurant. But then... Um, you go in the door, turn left, it's a full-on restaurant. You go to the right, and it's like a like a Jewish deli. So I'm like, where do I... I'm not going to sit down for a sandwich. Where do I go for just a sandwich? So I stand in line with the people who are waiting to be seated in the restaurant. I get up to the front, and I'm like, where do I go for just a sandwich to go? And he's like, go back to the deli counter. And it's like a you know a deli counter you'd see at a supermarket. That nuts. sounds like the uh, South Bend McCree's. That- yeah, yeah, it's something like that, yeah. Um, nice. So... So I, I go in there, and I'm like, uh, somebody told me this is a place to get a good pastrami sandwich. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I gotcha. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's not like, creepy me, at all. <laughs> he gave me, like, this knowing wink, like, I'll take care of you. You said the magic word. He's making the sandwich, and I'm looking all this at, at all this gefilte fish and matzo balls and stuff in the, in the uh, deli counter. And I see these giant bagel dogs. And I'm like, oh, what the man. fuck's a like, bagel dog? It's like a pretzel dog, but with the bagel. Kn- I mean, like a straight bagel, or like a I round mean, bagel, and the dog's they, curved up in there. <laughs> well, that, that'd be interesting. <laughs> no, they take bagel dough and wrap it around like like they would a, a pretzel dog. Is it like a so pig in a blanket? Yeah. Well, like yeah. in uh, when I went to Paris, they had baguettes that they cut in half and then they they crammed them down on this metal spike. And when they pulled it off, they had a hole perfect for cramming a hot dog in. Isn't mm. like that? Yeah, it'd be kind of like that. I mean, it's like it's like a hot dog in a bun, but the bun is completely closed around the hot dog, and just the ends are sticking out. They put cheese in there. No. But I think there was like an everything bagel dog with all the stuff on it. I just got the regular ba- So I ended up getting the bagel dog. You didn't oh, get you the pastrami sandwich? Holy crap. Oh, oh, he was he was in the middle of making my pastrami sandwich. And this was like a jumbo like, beef. Never mind, sir. I see I see a a bagel dog that's got my name on it. No, 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 no. You don't want the bagel dog. You want this pastrami sandwich. You just scrape that mustardy pastrami back into that, <laughs> that deli. <clears throat> now this is going in the discount bin. <laughs> discount pastrami. They have an outlet store <laughs> next door. <laughs> um, so, so no, I ended up getting the pastrami sandwich and the bagel dog. I saved the sandwich for later because um, it also took forever to stand in this, in this line. So I ate the bagel dog on the way back and saved the pastrami sandwich for the next day. Um because the bagel dog, it was like one of those like quarter pound hot dogs. Did I just hear just... you ate the bagel dog while you waited to get to the cash register? <laughs> no, I'm not. When I was driving back. Oh, okay. That oh, been, yeah. That's that what I mean. That's what I heard. This line is long. <laughs> In fact, I could I could see a uh, a market like being a food cart that goes to all the long lines. <laughs> hey, I noticed you had lied for uh, these pastrami sandwiches. It's it's gonna be a while. Well, you get one of these uh, here hot dogs. Just something to tide you over. <laughs> and he's not even re- he's not even right. connected to this restaurant. <laughs> he's wandering right. off the street with a over the shoulder uh, cooler full of <laughs> hot dogs. It's like uh, Tom Green's discount pizza. 
uh, a pizza <laughs> undercutters. That's what he called it. Do you remember that? Uh, vaguely. He would he would uh, <laughs> he would have all the ingredients for pizza in his car. He, they would find a Domino's car or something, then tail them to their uh, their delivery. And when the guy was pulling in, they would pull up in front of him real quick, run up to the door, and go, "I'll give you a pizza. How much did you pay for this one?" <laughs> and so they charge him less and just start throwing. What, what were your toppings? What were your toppings? Uh, and then the dr- Whatever you do, uh, don't ask for ketchup from this guy. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. He doesn't have an underneath on his little basket. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I'll give you some ketchup, but don't uh, don't watch. <laughs> they don't even want to know where that's coming from. They they cut their finger a little. Yeah, congeal. <laughs> It pains me when you ask for ketchup, literally. Literally. <clears throat> no, I hope no. I never get diabetes. <laughs> do you know how? <laughs> do you know how hard it's going to be to get blood out of this fingertip? Yeah, no. It was, it was it was like one of those hot dogs that had so much flavor you almost didn't need like anything on it. Mm. So what you're saying? It's an old beef dog. All beef. Yeah, I'm I'm fairly certain it was. Did you say it was a Jewish deli? Yeah. Yeah, I'm guessing it's all beef. Yeah, it was, says, this is kosher. Max and something. Max and Saul's. Uh huh. That sounds about yeah. right. We mm-hmm. have we have uh, something similar here. It's a Jewish deli, and we didn't realize. Just like you, we didn't kind of realize what was going to happen. You know, we're like, ooh, Jewish deli. Let's let's go get us a sandwich, and we go in, and it's a grocery store, and there's a. In the back, you know, there's a counter. Mm-hmm. You go back there and you order your sandwich. I've been wanting to go in there, but, you know. Well, I don't want to say don't go there, but I've only been there once, and I don't really remember why. I'm guessing it just wasn't that great. Well, it's in between the Verizon store and the frozen frog yogurt place, so obviously you had reasons to be in the area. I, I have been to all of those establishments, yes. That's that's how a lot of the uh, supermercados, the Mexican rest, or, uh, grocery stores around here, kind of operate there's always like a little air quotes restaurant in the back yeah i want to go to more of those the last time i went was with joe he swore up and down you gotta try these tacos they were mad <laughs> yeah we have we have one of those downtown south bend but i haven't been in it we have them all really over good. south bend do we yeah uh some of them sell mattresses and ice cream i don't <laughs> Okay, all right. And mattress-flavored ice cream. <laughs> you want you want used mattress or new mattress? <laughs> you know, that's something that I see way too much on Craigslist. This one Free has extra mattress. DNA. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> well, I, you, see, you see little signs, like handwritten signs all around town. New queen mattress set, $175. Yes. By the professionalism devoted to your sign, I will, of course, patronage your establishment. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to call this phone number. This definitely isn't going to be a robbery in, in an alley somewhere. Or some timeshare pitch. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> You're expecting robbery and they hit you with timeshare. Well, I <laughs> guess it could have been worse. Yeah, I can't be mad. <laughs> I almost feel like I owe it to him. <laughs> Thank I'm you for not robbing me. Thank you for not killing me. <laughs> uh, oh, man. The, I don't know if I ever told you about um, uh, when, when we were outfitting our, our first house with uh, appliances and furniture, um, coming from an apartment uh, and moving into a house that didn't have any of the appliances for the 
um, <clears throat> for the kitchen. We didn't have a washer dryer or anything. We had to like <clears throat> we had to come up with all that stuff uh, all while we were like putting together our first you know down payment money and everything. And uh, so we were fortunately I worked at Lowe's at the time, so I was really scouring like you know discounted appliances and seeing what I could get out of Ding and Dent. So we had this washer that um, had, uh, like, the motor had been repaired on it. But it uh, it was, like, factory, or not factory refurbished. They, they sent a guy out to refurbish it, um, and it still had the warranty and everything on it. Well, it sat in back, forgotten forever, and um, products that are on the books for, long, uh, for, for a while, they'll automatically start getting discounted. Um, like, the computer just starts dropping the price on them every week. Um, so it was this game where I was like, I knew that thing was back there. It was just a matter of if anybody ever found it and put it out on the floor for sale or like, how long do I wait it out? So eventually, um, I inquired about it and and I bought this, I don't know, $800 washer for less than 200 bucks. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Then it was just a matter. And it's the one we still have in this house here. Um, then it was just a matter. I, I figured at that point. I would wait for a sale and then purchase the matching dryer. Um, but in in the meantime, I, I um, we were looking at Craigslist a lot to find some stuff, and I found I found the matching dryer and someone was selling it for I don't know, let's just say four hundred bucks. So again, like another eight hundred dollar appliance, and they said it was like new in box. I'm like, hmm, let me check this out. So. Contact the guy, and he's like, "Meet me at a um, it was like a storage unit. Um, I don't know if it was in Chicago or right on the cusp of Chicago, but it was right near." Um, Monique knew where I was. She's like, "Oh yeah." So we head out there. I have cash for the, for the dryer, and um, he's like, "When you when you get there, uh, I think we had a buzz in or something," and then he's like. Go five rows back, make a right, and then we'll be down near the end. So, so we drive, and it's like it, it was night, uh, nighttime when we went. So, you know, uh, as we're pulling into this pretty desolate storage unit uh, with cash, um, I'm thinking this is probably a bad idea. Um, you know, it's just it just felt wrong. Uh, there was no one around. We're pulling in between. It was one of those like outdoor storage units with the garage doors and, and like no people anywhere. So we, we pull in and I see uh, at the end there's a car down there. And I, I feel a little hinky. And like we don't we don't uh, own guns or carry guns or anything. So I just told Monique, I was like, be ready to call 911, I guess. I don't know. Um so I go, the guy opens up the storage unit, and it is packed front to back with brand new appliances. So, um, I'm, guy was really nice. Oh. Um, he, he had pulled, he had pulled the one I was interested in out to the front, and, uh, you know, I had him, like, pull it out of the unit, kind of near the car, or I was driving a truck at the time. He actually helped me load it. It was in the truck already before I actually gave him money. I'm like, okay, this is going all right. Um, and then I decided to press my luck. I'm like, so, just curious. Like, where do you guys get these things at? <laughs> you don't want to know. He's like, I got a buddy. Uh, they, they fall off a truck somewhere. 
Is nice. say, Chicago should be a prime place for that type of behavior. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm like, why? I'm like kicking myself. Like, why would you even ask, dude? Just take the <clears throat> stupid dryer and go. The transaction's over. <laughs> kicking yourself. Were, were you trying to join? So, yeah, I'm like, I, how do I get in on this? I'd like a little bit of this action. <laughs> what, you know, uh, I, what can I've I do been for known you? to fall off a truck before. <laughs> I, I always hope to find something along those lines in Craigslist around here, but we're just we're just too small here. Mm-hmm. We're too small time. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. But I mean, shoot. Chicago, shipping containers go missing. <laughs> missing. I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure I've mentioned this before, but there's a yard, a rail yard in Chicago I, I go to sometimes. And um, it's been known to have, we, we get we get stuff stolen all the time out of our cars. Mm-hmm. And right next door is... Um, uh, An auction what, house? No. Uh, what do you call those? The Chop swap, shop? The swaparama. Oh, yeah. What do you call those? Swap meat? Sh- yeah. Yeah, there's a swap market, you know, with, you know, tons and tons of cheap socks and T-shirts. Oh, yeah. Flea market. Flea market. Hey, those are my socks. (laughs) I wrote my name in each one. (laughs) I'm not saying they're stealing and and then just going right next door and selling this stuff. I'm sure they're not. (laughs) Probably not. Probably they probably you just got to drive my name out with a sharpie. They probably That's got my to, name. <laughs> they probably have to drive it around uh, across town for a couple months until it cools off, then bring it back to the place to sell it. Right. Now the the stuff you're getting at the the Swaparama there is from Cleveland. The stuff in Cleveland <laughs> is is from somewhere in Pennsylvania. You got to cross state lines and pass jurisdictions, and mm-hmm. there's a network. And for socks. The feds aren't going to get involved with socks. Unless it's a whole lot of socks. Nope. It's, it's a whole lot of socks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, anything over a gross of socks is a federal crime. Yeah, that's uh, traffic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Grand Theft Footwear. These uh, these socks belong to you? These are your socks? Yeah, uh, you got 12 pairs yeah. of feet? <laughs> mm. You uh, you out and about in town with this many socks on you? What are you? You looking for trouble? Sir, can you move that brick of cocaine? I'm interested in those uh, all those socks there on the ground that you're obviously uh, you are smuggling into this country. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's I think that's only uh, illicit activity I, I may allegedly have been involved in. Allegedly, uh, I didn't know where that stuff came from. Come on. I bought a furnace off Craigslist from a guy who had five furnaces, but none of them were in boxes, and he seemed like he was kind of a crappy um, contractor. <laughs> I'm pretty pretty sure this furnace was supposed to go into one of those houses we built, but uh, yeah, nobody's called to complain about not having a furnace. You know, I, I, uh, I installed that furnace all by myself the year that I thought my furnace went out, but really my gas was just shut off. Who's the crappy contractor now? No, I'm good. I did it. No, that's impressive. I right, and I'm probably not leaking many gases into my home. (laughs) Not enough to cause it to explode or burn down. Right. That's really all you ask for. And I kind of keep the wiener dog around like a canary. I think he's more susceptible (laughs) to those gases if I see him 
you know. You know, you you can get carbon monoxide detector. That's really all you got to worry about at this point. I do have a couple of those. They have you, have don't you have them? batteries in them. Oh, okay. So they're working. Like working I'll, as intended. Well, the <laughs> they haven't I, gone off once. That's right. <laughs> he does his daily lighter spark check too. <laughs> <laughs> Who was te- somebody told me that they said, "Oh, you think you got a gas leak? You know, you can find out." Spark it up. Uh huh. I yep. mean, technically, they're correct. Mm-hmm. They were that dead one serious way. that a a leak in a gas pipe would be so minute that it would just you know like spout a little flame off the side like a pilot light. <laughs> yeah, well, when we did the inspection on this house, um, <clears throat> you know that inspector we hired came in. And uh, they have like this, like Ghostbusters looking equipment that detects gas. Um, and he's running that around the furnace, and he's like, "Oh, um, they've got a pretty good leak here." The EKG meter is just off the charts. Yeah. It would be bad. Yeah. And then I saw like Slimer zip by, and I'm like, "Whoa, this is serious." <laughs> so, <laughs> um, like, he ended up calling. Um, my realtor who called their realtor and before we were done with the inspection uh, nicor was out here and shut the gas off to the whole house oh boy and i'm, and I'm like i hope that doesn't hurt our negotiations what is nicor uh well the local gas oh i don't know what it stands for it's probably an acronym for i don't know there isn't a g in there so nothing for gas i don't know nothing for illinois uh, not i i it- National no, Northern Illinois. <laughs> There's no Ooh, E, so it's no, nothing to do nine. with energy. Mm-hmm. Uh, concentrated uh, <laughs> organic rutabagas. Uh, <laughs> organic rutabagas are the way to go. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they're a little bit more expensive. I just, I don't even bother. Um. So yeah, they they were out here shut the gas off. Um. They found a gas leak. Um, by the stove in the kitchen too. Uh, you know, like that. They were small enough where the house hadn't blown up yet, <clears throat> so I guess that was good. <laughs> yep. Um, if it's not blowing up, you're doing all right. I mm-hmm. chalked that up to a win. Yep. Life just, is going good. We've just lost, you know, eight IQ points every year over the 25 years we've been here, <laughs> due to all that gas we've been. Uh, Ruminating in rutabaga in, <laughs> you know, some people ru- say huffing isn't a lifestyle, but when you do it like that, <laughs> you gotta ruminate your rutabagas. Uh, what does Nikor stand for? That sounded like real typing. That was Nikor is an energy company headquartered in Naperville, Illinois. I don't know what. Uh, what does NICOR stand for? One web page. I don't know. <laughs> no, let's check the Yahoo answers. You've reached the end of the web. We don't know. <laughs> Sorry. This page is about the various possible meanings of the acronym, <laughs> abbreviation, shorthand, or slang term NICOR Inc. Uh, <laughs> And it, it sounds tell- really familiar like a supplier I've had to deal with in the past. It sounds like you need to start a subreddit about this. 
You know, starting a subreddit is not as easy as anyone led me to believe. <laughs> okay. Every time I try, it says, you need to be more active in the community before we let you start a subreddit. Oh. And I say, oh, well, you need to find more time in my day to browse Reddit. <laughs> What's the reply to that? I didn't really present oh. that to anyone. It's just the rage inside me. <laughs> Every time I try to do something I want to do, and people keep putting me down. Uh, okay, so Wikipedia is some help. For the translation of the Old English word Nikor, see Water Monster. Roar! <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure, you you know, sure it didn't say Night Court? Adam's natural gas provider are the Elder Gods. <laughs> And Bull, the bailiff. <laughs> if not, I'll have to rip off your arms, <laughs> legs, and head. <laughs> and use the rest for a planter. I was telling Monique the other day, I was looking for Christmas gifts for people, just scanning Amazon. And I'm like, you know what? I can't find stuff for these people, so I'm going to buy this person season eight of Night Court. I'm going to buy... <laughs> I'm going to buy this one, season six of Spencer for Hire. <laughs> uh, I, I ended up finding stuff for him that wasn't uh, <laughs> one-off seasons of old shows. Turns out it wasn't that hard to find uh, actual appropriate gifts for these people. Yeah, I just had to think about it a little bit. <laughs> oh, damn it. Thinking about gifts? How, how are you guys doing with your Christmas shopping? Done! Oh. I, I still have... Um, some boxes that are showing up tomorrow and, I, I, and, and a lot of wrapping left to do. This year we did a lot of Amazon. It's, it's great. Yeah, welcome to the club. In fact, I think uh, I sent a gift to your house for your wife. <laughs> oh, it's you funny might, you should mention that. Might have received today. She received it today, but uh, we didn't realize it, or she didn't realize it. I uh, it, it arrived with packages that I ordered. and I, My wife likes to open my mail. Especially packages, and I keep telling her stop doing that because sometimes it's like a gift for you, and I will sometimes like buy a gift months in advance, mm. and sometimes it's severed appendages of my enemies. <laughs> so, sometimes, which sometimes are gifts to you, but that's besides the point. Because Tony just, is just... like a feral cat, bringing dead things home to his wife. I love you so much. Well, I get them mailed to me. I, I don't. I don't actually do it. I get other people to do the severing of the appendages. Well, that's society. But anyway, so she's she's getting better at at not opening packages that don't have her name on it. And uh, you know, I got I I got off work at about six o'clock this morning, so I I slept most of the day. And I got up, and I'm looking for the packages. I don't see them. And she says, oh, yeah, hey, you got a couple packages today. And she's like, I'm sorry, I opened one. And I'm like, really? What What have we said about this? She says, well, it was addressed to me. And she said she opened it, and um, and it was a book. She's like, oh, I didn't order this. And she says, it must, you know, Tony must have ordered it. And in my group of packages, I actually ordered her a book. And so I'm like, oh, okay, well, I noticed that the book I had ordered you, you actually already have anyway. So it's no big deal. And I go to the packages, and I, and I open it up. I'm like, 
well, I didn't order this book either. So between the two of us, <clears throat> you know, we've figured out we haven't ordered this book. I'm like, well, who the fuck is this book from? And I go and I, I look at it. It was from you. So mm-hmm. I'm just going to assume she said thank you. Mm-hmm. I'll pass on that, that it, message. It, it, it said it was going to take a while. It wasn't under Prime. So that's why I sent it direct <clears> to you, <throat> figuring it would get there after Christmas. But whatever. Yeah, no, we got it. Is this All top right. secret? Can we hear the title of the book? I don't remember it. Mm, it was about... Um, Fifty Shades of Grey? It was about theater. Yeah. Yeah, it was the whole the whole series of Fifty Shades of Grey. And I was like, I don't want this to be some weird come on. <laughs> I just figured you'd enjoy the books. It's the part... The edition with the butt plug and the duct tape. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the ass play on page 53 is my personal favorite. We uh, It comes with the checklist... And the uh, the affidavit. Yeah, we. <laughs> I we saw the movie. I didn't read the book. <laughs> we own Fifty Shades of Grey on um, a digital format, Kindle. Laserdisc. Oh, on Laserdisc. Yeah, no, we, I'm talking about the book. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And both my wife and I tried reading it, and neither of us could finish it. It was so terrible. <laughs> my boner was offended by the syntax. <laughs> No, I mean, it, you know, and, and somebody, you know, I I learned later that it was like um, a Twilight fanfic, fanfic yeah. that I got, re- got rewritten, and I'm like, well, I, looking at the quality of the writing, yes, I get that it was fanfic, but I don't understand how it went from Twilight to what it is. But this is what's disappointing with the universe. That person that did that thing is now rich. Yep. <laughs> the book was called Stop the Show, A History of Insane Incidents and Absurd Accidents in the Theater. Does that include yeah, the where the guy from uh, that Broadway show, Spider-Man, almost died or did die? <laughs> well, that's pretty I'm... much uh, chapters 7 through 19. <laughs> You'll have to read the book. <laughs> Buy my book. But don't Buy take my, my word for it. Ba-dum-bum. Butterfly in the sky. <laughs> you never heard that version? <laughs> you, the Todd Waits version? Uh, <laughs> sure. Uh, I actually listened to you singing, uh, uh, not Downtown Train, the, the other one we were talking about, uh, the rhythm of my heart, yeah. whatever it was, singing it a la Todd Waits. Uh-huh. Oh man, it had me laughing. That right was now. the last episode. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, that was that was a good episode. I felt like it wasn't too bad. Some good editing too. I seem to remember, um, like after the episode, going. I mean, I pretty much just spent that entire episode um, complaining about stuff. So, <laughs> so keep that up because that could be your <laughs> shtick. I don't want that to be my shtick. This is Tony. He fucking hates everything. <laughs> I don't. I don't hate everything. Wait till we get Maz on, then you're you're in the clear. <laughs> Maz fucking hates everything. Do I need to so, edit that out? I I no. I assume I assume you had you you just edit out all my complaining. <laughs> <laughs> Only about half of it. Did you did you hear the little bit at the very end? Well, I listened. Uh, I heard up to up up to kind of the part I was just talking about, and then I I didn't finish it. There was this one point where my mind just seized up trying to figure out how to make Tony's words come out right. <laughs> He was shooting for a joke and stumbled in the middle, and and I had to cut it so hard that I put so, the whole uncut thing at the very end of the episode. And it's that's like, what you did. 
You did a very good job, by the way. Yeah, I didn't make you sound like an idiot till the end. <laughs> well, you didn't make me sound like an idiot. I sounded like an idiot, and you made me sound better. Thanks, Paul. Yeah. So I have a question about... Uh, I have a Christmas-related question. Yeah, okay. Okay, so <clears throat> when you were a kid, and, uh, and going forward with how you treat the whole Santa thing with your kids... Uh-huh. Um, so when you were a kid... What was the explanation for, or, or how did how did they how did your parents do Christmas? Did um, uh, I'll just explain how how it happened in my house? Uh, there were some presents under the tree uh, up to Christmas, and those were like you know gifts I bought for Grandma or something for an uncle or whatever. Those were like the family gifts that people gave each other. Christmas morning, we woke up a lot more gifts, a uh, lot of more, a lot of more, a lot of more, a lot, lot of more gifts. Underneath the tree, because Santa came that night and dropped gifts under the tree. Was that your general experience when yeah. you were younger? Yeah, and that's that's what we do with the kids. Well, that's what we did last year. I assume we'll, we'll do the same thing this year. I am not in charge of Christmas ever, so I can't speak for my phone. wife. That's what Christmas like was like at home. At uh, We also had Christmas at Grandma's house where we were... Uh, we would be all the gifts would be out uh, from the family. We would be locked in a stairwell, and various uh, foley work was done for Santa Claus <laughs> arriving and dropping off gifts and leaving. Get in the stairwell. <clears throat> mm-hmm. uh, and that and uh, that happened until I was like six, when I had a total breakdown because uh, I I found out my parents were lying to me, and then I never believed anything again, ever. I- I feel like you might be describing the plot to Saw 4. <laughs> no, I mean, we, we didn't have to kill each other to get out of the stairwell. Um, you just had to wait. Uh, but, but, like, when I was six, it was just I was just banging and screaming on that door trying to get out, which does sound a lot like Saw 4. <laughs> I'm sure it did to my parents on the other side of the door. That's more like Saw 3, but okay. You know, I was a pretty big six-year-old. <laughs> um... The reason I ask is because my wife and I are talking about how to do this with with the kids and, and the the older ones specifically now that she's a little bit more aware of what Christmas is. And apparently, I'm just finding this out now, when she was a kid, they would put all the presents under the tree up to Christmas. And the story was that those boxes were empty and when Santa came, he magically put gifts into the empty boxes. And whatever you do, don't pick it up to check to see if it's empty or not. Because your present might be dead inside. It's the Schrodinger's like, present. Like mommy. <laughs> oh. The Schrodinger's. That, that went real dark. <laughs> oh my gosh. We do have the rule, though, if you touch these presents, you don't get these. Especially if you find out what the present is, it's not your present anymore. It's going away. (laughs) So leave them the fuck alone. I'm going to put a public service announcement out to all you kids out there who are listening. That's not true. When I was seven, I saw my parents uh, setting up the train set they they purchased for me for Christmas well in advance of uh, Christmas, and I still got it. Oh, oh, stay away from my children. <laughs> um, uh, I get that a lot. There are <laughs> there are large things in my house that I have 
unboxed and assembled and maybe broken a little bit that, of course, I cannot return to the store. But you don't need to tell my children that. They need to be good. They need to be so good. So it was just an interesting thing where I, I just assumed that's how everybody did it. We put the tree, you know, we fill the tree up Christmas Eve after the kids have gone to bed. They wake up. Santa's been here. There's cookie crumbs, whatever. Wait, you put you put the tree up like on Christmas Eve? Well, no, no. The tree's up, but we get oh, okay. the tree all full of presents and everything Christmas Eve. I wanted to talk to you about your tree. No, d- Tony, you guys don't do a tree, right? Well, we haven't done a tree He's keeping um, all the pagan symbolism out of his home. No, we talked about getting a tree, and next year we'll probably have a tree. A real tree? Mm, we'll see. See, I've never had a real tree, but most of the things in my life have been fake. Well, my, I've never had a fake tree, so... You've never had a fake tree? Yeah, never. Wow. I've no. helped put... I think my grandma had one. I helped her with that. I saw online that you went out and you assassinated a tree... And Every I, year. And I was like, wow, that that's a lot more work than I would have given Adam credit for. Wow. Now we go out every year, and, and we go out, like, to the Illinois-Wisconsin border, so it's like a day trip. We go up there, we slay a tree, <laughs> show, that, show that tree who's boss. Did you have a saw, an axe, a chainsaw? Uh, well, we go to a, a tree farm, and they have just a rack of saws that you borrow. Like hand saws. Uh, yeah. Manual yeah. back and forth. Yeah, but like so like this year we went out and I'm I'm a I think we had just picked our tree, I'm ready to cut it down, and I hear and I look over and there's a guy using like a like a hand saw. It wasn't a, quite a full chainsaw. And you know, I get down and we've done this for uh we've gone to this particular tree farm for ten, eleven years now. And literally, like a pine tree, Douglas fir, whatever, it takes like five or six like swipes with the saw, and it's done. Like it's hmm. you cut through it like butter. Uh, so I'm like, I don't, I don't know that that's necessary, guy. But you do you. <laughs> so <laughs> maybe it's his first time. I would not assume it was going to be that easy. Me and trees have not got along. <laughs> You know, all, the, uh, all those free tree. ones you've been getting off of Craigslist. <laughs> no, Tre- trees aren't pushovers. I know I mean, the trees I in know. my yard. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, there are different types of wood. Pine mm-hmm. traditionally is one of the softer types of wood. I guess so. I keep yeah, trying so. to put up a balsa tree. Yeah, <laughs> it's too windy here for balsa trees. <laughs> uh, so yeah, yeah, we went. And- Cut down their own tree. I just think about the mess. Isn't there like it, it dies in your home? You you bring this in to celebrate the death of that thing, and what it what it wants to do to your carpet and the sap. And I don't think you're celebrating the death of the tree no? at any point in this process. We actually have a sign behind it that says "Die tree, die." <laughs> you're here to watch the suffering of this this conifer. I. I hope you get dry and the lights catch you on fire. Do you put um, ornaments on that? Yeah. And do you keep the ornaments afterwards or they throw away? No, all those ornaments come off. We don't have disposable ornaments. Well, no, I mean, just anything that touches that tree is going to be sticky. No, there's nah, not that. Man. Sap isn't that big of a deal, except for I've touched sap before. I wasn't happy about it. <laughs> well, I get that. There are a lot of 
different uh, species of trees that sap isn't that big of a deal. Huh. And the sap is mostly the trunk. It's not like the needles. Right. Have you seen a fir tree? Have you been around one? You know, when I, when I moved into my house on Studebaker Street, it had several pine trees, and we cut them all down, and they had, like, before we cut them down, and I wasn't involved in that, so I don't know how easy or hard that was. They it's had, just like, like, five or six swipes. <laughs> right. <laughs> they had big balls of amber all over them with, <laughs> with you know, bugs entombed in there, just like Jurassic Park. Just like? Well, I don't think they were that old. Yeah. Oh. Yep. Well, that's a risk you run. You get a real tree, you might have a dinosaur that pops up one night. You wake up. Ah, crap, honey. We got raptors again. Yep. Yeah, it's not the T-Rex. You You mean velociraptors? Yeah, Yeah, it's those little velociraptors. Freaking chicken-sized dinosaurs that work in packs, eat you like piranhas. (laughs) We, uh, in our nursery, we've got these, um, like, dinosaur-themed, um... It's like this dinosaur-themed artwork we picked up when we were in uh, New Orleans in May. And one of them is this cartoon uh, raptor. And he's he's got his finger up to his mouth like he's uh, postulating something. And a little thought bubble. And there's a chicken and an egg. And it says, Velociraptor. <laughs> <laughs> so I've, I've been trying to teach um, Isla how to say Velociraptor. And it's like... Lassa rapier, sure, close enough. Yeah, 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 that'll work. I was, I was satisfied. Yeah, I'm gonna have to make a new painting with a sword. Lassa rapier. rapier. <laughs> oh, okay, I get it. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. <laughs> um, so yeah, real tree, no, no sap. Uh, it, different trees, uh, like some trees don't shed the needles as much, and I forget which which uh, brand of conifer we get, but it, it doesn't shed too much. Yeah, the hypoallergenic ones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they bred it with a chihuahua. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Perfect. It's a Douglas Chihuahua tree. What's up? <clears throat> Excuse me. What's on the top of your tree? A star. Yeah, we we got a star this year. Mo- moving on up, or uh, we used to have an angel. Did you, did you did you accidentally throw your angel out last year? No. It just doesn't really... Yeah, they're disposable. Yeah, yeah. No. Well, you know, this year we have had quite a few disposable ornaments as uh, my children don't know how to quit touching the tree and my dog likes to eat things. <laughs> not not as much as, you know, he doesn't really eat them. He just chews them up. Like, uh, my uncle's dog actually ate two ornaments all the way gone. Like hmm. glass ornaments? I don't know. Because I'd like to see that. You need to start recording more. What, video? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That, that'd be good for YouTube. Yeah. Dog eats glass ornament. Please take away videographer for cruelty to animals. Hey. My, you told uh, him no. Bad dog. Bad dog. Don't, don't eat this broken glass. My brother-in-law and sister-in-law uh, just moved, and they lost all of their Christmas ornaments in the move. Um, so they, they sent a picture of their tree. The only thing they have on it is lights and an ornament. That's a picture of them. <laughs> that's the only thing hanging on the tree. <laughs> I don't even know where they got the ornament. If it was a gift or they had it commissioned. Like without context, I, I would love to see people come in and see their, their tree. 
Right. Like, I really wish they had an ornament that was a picture of their old tree with all the ornaments <laughs> on it. <laughs> that would have done it for me as like the <laughs> pinnacle of surrealism on Christmas. Well, this is a guy that has two oil paintings of himself, so... Uh, Does he know someone, or do you commission him... It was actually uh, some of his buddies, kind of as a prank, commissioned the paintings. Like he has, when we went to their wedding in May, one of the handouts they had was, uh, uh, it was like a postcard size uh, picture of this portrait that they were handing out. It it was really funny. He's like in a suit. It's like kind of like this stately uh, oil painting of him. Now, did he dress up for it or did they just doctor it up? I want to say they probably just had the painter, you know, paint his face in over, you know, <laughs> with a suit or something. But who, who knows? Nice. So you you guys saw the um, the picture of the ornaments that I sent you guys the other day? No. Yeah, it was uh, the, the Colin Kaepernick and oh yeah 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 and the Jared Allen Chicago Bears. You know, and of, and of course, the the context is Colin Kaepernick has since been benched, and Jared Allen has been traded to the Carolina Panthers. Mm-hmm. And I, I I don't think it made the picture, but there was also a Jared Fogle, the Subway guy, Merry Christmas, twenty fifteen. Oh, Are you no, serious? That, that did not no, make it. No, that did. Oh, <laughs> oh, that would have been the winner. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At some point, I'm gonna cross. I'm gonna cross a line where I would think that might be funny to put a pedophile <laughs> on my Christmas tree. He's holding a copy of Goodnight Moon. <laughs> <laughs> now no. is Goodnight Moon the one that ends with the mother holding the son, or no, the son holding the mother? I'm pretty sure it ends with Goodnight Moon. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> There's this one story that everybody thought was adorable. Is the mom the mom holds the son when he's a baby, and then when the son grows up, he holds the mother while she's elderly. It was just creeps me out. But <laughs> oh. she she changed my diapers. Now I'm changing her diapers. Because so like cool it life, consisted man. of him sneaking into her home. I don't know. Maybe I'm remembering this wrong. <laughs> Some sort of fever dream. <laughs> Awesome. I have been sick as well for quite a long time. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think whatever everybody's getting this year, it, it it's one that holds on. Did you get a flu shot? No. Neither did I. I'd, but I haven't had the flu. It's been a cold right. pneumonia, bronchitis type thing. Yeah. I haven't I haven't gotten, like, I've had a couple of small colds here and, here and there, but the, the devil stomach flu we had a couple weekends ago was... The worst I've had in probably a decade. How long? How long did that last? It was, you know, one and done. It was over in a day. That might have but been it was, food poisoning. <laughs> yeah. Well, it no, it went. It, you know, it started with my daughter, went to me. My father-in-law had it uh, that same Saturday. Uh, Monique got it Saturday night. Every one of them. Monday. Yeah, it just it went through everybody. Every one of them throttled up a strami sandwich. <laughs> it was that pastrami sandwich I had sitting in my car. <laughs> I'll save that for tomorrow. I actually think you're staying one step ahead of the disease with this all this commuting. <laughs> well, you'd think with all the salt and pastrami, I would have just, <laughs> just killed cured it off. myself. Yeah. Now, while the weather was nice, did you get to open up your house, air out some of that sick? 
Uh, no, we we haven't. It, yeah. Which is funny you say that because then uh, we you know we started getting that. My daughter got sick on Friday. I was sick Saturday. Monique Saturday night into Sunday. Um, I think Wednesday the week after uh, her cousin and uh, uh, her kid came over and they got sick the next day. And, you know, Monique's like, I don't know. Like, we're all over it. I don't get it. And I'm like, it's in the house. The call is coming <laughs> from the house. <laughs> like, there's, you know, that's. You're now the carrier. When everybody's sick like that, that just, it's like in everything. So. So invite was, tons more people over. I mean, it was bad. Like, a Saturday night when Monique got sick, I was in bed most of the day Saturday uh, when I wasn't on the toilet having stuff come out both ends. And um, Monique was was starting to get sick by probably 8 o'clock at night. And we had to call my mother-in-law because we were so, like, just out of it. I I was over all the puking and everything by that night. But I was so um, just weary and fatigued that I couldn't take care of two kids. And then she started to get sick. So my mother-in-law came over um, Saturday night, stayed the night with us. Sunday morning... Uh, wake up, uh, I took care of the baby, who was the only one who didn't get sick, uh, thankfully, and I walk in to wake up, um, Isla, and as soon as I open the door, I'm like, oh, something is not right in here, and she had just shit the bed, I mean, the poor thing had diarrhea, and just, oh, it was so bad, Oh. so I got my mother-in-law helping me clean all that up, we had to, like, throw pajamas out, it was a bad situation, and normally you you want to laugh at people who shit all over themselves, but at that point you actually just feel sorry. Yeah, it was. I, I mean, it was like, you know, she was over all the. She, thankfully, she didn't. She wasn't like throwing up, and and diarrhea all at the same time. It kind of came in phases for her. But yeah, that, it's bad. You know, a two year old that that that's bad. Especially if it maybe it's like their first time. It's horrifying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mommy, uh, am I dying? Yes, but we all are. Is this what death feels like? <laughs> is this why? Is this why you're so grumpy all the time? Well, the 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 Friday, like uh, you know, she was patient zero. The Friday that that she started to get sick uh, again, I open the door and I I, I walk up to her crib uh, to to grab her, and I, it, something didn't smell quite right. Oh, sweet dark. mother of Jesus! Yeah. Uh, but I couldn't quite put my finger on it, and I'm like, maybe it's uh, I don't know. It wasn't as it, it wasn't that bad. I'm like maybe maybe it's in my head, and I kind of reach down, I feel her, and it's in the dark, um, and nothing feels wet. So I'm like, okay. Um, I pick her up, and she asks for. Uh, she usually has like warm milk in the morning, and I had it ready for her, so she asks for it. Um, I take her to the other room to change her, and I, I realized, like, the back of her leg was wet, and that's when I realized she, she had thrown up in the middle of the night, um, but didn't wake up or, or, like, start crying or anything. I get her changed, and, uh, Monique was still on maternity leave, and, uh, I, I put her in bed with Monique, and I'm like, hey, just so you're aware, I think she threw up a little, she might be kind of sick. Well, I'm, I'm now late, because I had to take care of all this stuff, I'm late to get out of the house. Uh, it was the first day I had to go to our farthest store, the the one that's like 130 miles round trip, and I'm gonna be super late now, and uh, so I'm running around. Meanwhile, Isla doesn't go back to sleep. Um, she gets up. Monique has to get up, 
and she's she's in the living room. I'm now I'm about thirty minutes late, and I'm about ready to leave the house, and Isla just starts throwing up everywhere, and I'm like, I'm sorry, I have to go. I'm really late. Catch you later. So Monique had to clean all that up. Kids though, huh? Yeah. yeah. So, and it was all, you know, she had just had milk. It was not a good scene. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, I woke up last night at 2 o'clock to my daughter crying, and I go up and I think she needs to go potty and she needs help out of her bedroom. And I grab her arm, which is soaked in vomit, and take her to the bathroom and put her in the bathtub and hose her off. Hose her down. <laughs> yep. I'm like, oh. And, you know, she's been vaccinated, so they're bulletproof. I don't know what this was. <laughs> Why did we give you all these shots? They're not working. You didn't want the shots. I didn't want to pay for the shots. <laughs> you should go get a refund on those shots. They're obviously not working. Do you feel and- like you were shamed into getting the shots? No, I, I'm, I'm all on board with shots. Shoot these kids up with everything. I want them immortal. <laughs> and autistic. Well... Whatever. <laughs> People with autism are usually very smart. And and uh, immune to everything. Or <laughs> oblivious. The, is it correlation or causation? I don't know. Yeah. That's Well, it's just a government project. Ploy for mind control. C-O-N-spiracy. Have another uh, Diet Coke. <laughs> so did we... The Colin Kaepernick and uh, Jared Allen, did we... I feel like we strayed away from that. What are the characters? Well, well, you know, I was, I was, uh, you know, when growing up and and even after, um, you know, I grew up and left for the army, my mom would always get me at least one uh, ornament every, every Christmas. Mm -hmm. My wife and I were going through them the other day and we found some, and I'm I'm not sure why I have this one in here because it was, it happened five years before I was born, but we've got the Merry Christmas uh, from President Nixon, 1974. Mm-hmm. And then let's see here. Well, we also have the uh, Merry Christmas 2001 XFL. He hate me. <laughs> <laughs> well, that one's obvious. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to be a, a fringe sports enthusiast for that. <laughs> uh, but also from the same year. I don't know why my mom got me uh, two two ornaments from the same year, but the Merry Christmas uh, Notre Dame Fighting Irish Coach George O'Leary. Oh wow! Yeah, he was coached for all like what eleven days or yeah, so, something a like day that, or something. I mean, but they wow. they got those uh, ornaments out as quick as possible. Uh, I'm sure they sold though. So these was are they... in your possession now. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, now but... have a curated <laughs> oh, yeah. set of ironic Christmas <laughs> decorations. Yep, nice. Was that, sure do. Was that your was that your mom's goal? Was she like, oh, I guess this is perfect. <laughs> Oh no! I I, I thought I'm thinking she just thought I would really like these things, and they're like, oh, you know, he likes football. Look at this is a football guy. Nice. I don't I don't know what he hate me means. <laughs> There's also the the happy holidays from the Baltimore Colts and John Elway, 1983. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah. All of my <laughs> ornaments had been homemade or generic with the year until I started buying them for myself. And then it's just like I can only afford like one a year from Hallmark, and it's just stupid stuff. Like I got Boba Fett and Han Solo and Carbonite. <laughs> oh, that sounds like a cool one. John Elway was drafted by the Baltimore Colts, but refused to go to him. Right? Yeah, yeah. 
Didn't he threaten to go play baseball or something? For the Yankees, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, and then uh, the the last year my mom was alive, she got me one last one. It was uh, Merry Christmas from The Tonight Show and Conan O'Brien. <laughs> wow. That's funny. It's, uh, it's, it's, um, yeah, it really touched. I'm glad, I'm glad my mom got me all Yeah, all she's like spot on. You need <laughs> yeah. to, that deserves a Tumblr page. <laughs> yeah. you, know, you know those aren't real, right, Paul? What? You made up all those? Ornaments? All those. I made every single one of those up. Uh, Even the Jared Fogel really, one. Uh, those are all really good examples, and now I'm disappointed. <laughs> also, I think Paul really wanted to start a subreddit, but couldn't figure it out, so he settled for Tumblr. <laughs> That's a fact, Jack. <laughs> the barrier for entry in Tumblr I, is pretty low. Holy crap, I got seven <laughs> Tumblrs myself. Just for my stupid things. I've got a tumbler for my elves on the shelf, which I wanted to talk about, because lying to my children about Santa Claus wasn't enough. We've invented some new mythology. Oh my gosh, I totally ruined it the other day. I didn't... My Like, I, w- I wake up and I go out and my wife is up with the kids and, you know, and I walk out to the kitchen and she's like, you know, she's mouthing, move, move the elf. And our, our elf's name is Nigel. And she's like, move Nigel, move Nigel. So Who, like, wait, wait, okay, time out, time out. Who named your go, elf? Uh, Ella. Good, very good. Go on. Yep, you know, and I'm like, uh, where do you want me to put it? She's like, uh, and she mouths, you know, put it in the bag of marshmallows. So I do. Everything's okay. You know, and the kids find Nigel and they're like, oh, it's so cool. I'm like, hey, so you guys want a marshmallow? And apparently you're not supposed to touch Nigel. No, you can't touch Nigel. Oh my gosh. So I'm like, and I even said, excuse me, Nigel, I'm going to get some marshmallows. And so I get them and I give one to my, you know, two-year-old. He doesn't care. He's like, "Mm, marshmallow. And I go to give one to my four-year-old and she freaks the fuck out. (laughs) She's like, you are not supposed to touch Nigel. They're like Mogwai. There are rules. (laughs) I didn't know this. number one rule is... You once you have named your elf, you cannot touch it, or the magic leaves. And when the magic leaves your elf, it stops going to Santa Claus and telling him what a good person you've been. Yeah. It also stops him from telling him what a bad person you've been. So it's kind of fifty-fifty on where you want to go. <laughs> I got a blank check now. That's right. I can just do whatever I want. All I have to do is poke this elf in the face. Yeah, so it was like. It was like two hours later. She's still reminding me about how you're not supposed to touch him. And so I I did what I do best. I played it cool. I'm like, well, I didn't touch him. I just I just reached around him. Yes, my son is the <laughs> is the king of loopholes in touching elves. <coughs> I'm not like, touching you. I'm like not the, touching you. The elves were in a bowl of marshmallows, and uh, I, I only touched the marshmallows. They, they were on a plate with cookies and cookie crumbs, and I only ate the crumbs. I didn't touch the elves. Really? Really? Maybe it sounds like he's been. Bit. It sounds like he's been very well immunized. Yep. <laughs> I don't. I, I didn't ever get any uh, any interesting fake ornaments uh, when I was a kid, but. Uh, I do remember, like, I think I was 17, and we were over at my grandma's for Christmas, and there are three identically sized uh, wrapped presents uh, under the tree for me, my younger sister, and my younger brother. And um, I think I opened mine first, and it was a sleeping bag, 
and it was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And I'm like, all right, well, Grandma kind of missed the mark on this one because I was never into Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and I'm also 17. <laughs> I don't need a, a TMNT uh-huh. sleeping bag. I don't need a sleeping bag. I certainly don't need it branded with, with the turtles. Um, but they were you radical. Didn't, you didn't take that to your to the army with you. <laughs> I should have told you. <laughs> they go to they go to issue your your yeah. sleep bag. Nah, no, nah I already got one. Yeah. Thanks. I'm good. <laughs> no thanks. No thanks, Coach. I got this. <laughs> um, but then my I don't remember what uh, what was branded on my sister's, but my brother opened his, and my brother is three years younger than me, so. He was 14, and it was Sesame Street. <laughs> and he looked at me like, uh... You want trade? Like, what do I... Like, how do I even thank Grandma for this? It's so way off the mark. Well, you don't want to encourage that behavior. Right, right. right. You don't want to be rude, but I'm like... It's like, I, I don't want, want any more of this crap. <laughs> but thank you very much. So we called him Big Bird for the rest of the year. <laughs> I don't know why he turned out like that. Yeah. Always helping people in the neighborhood. <laughs> that was that was as untimely as your ornaments were timely. <laughs> so as I understand it, these two white ladies invented elves on the shelf, or at least marketed it to sell these, um, I think, poorly constructed dolls at <laughs> 40 bucks a pop with a book of instructions what not to do with them. And it makes me sad because it's like everywhere. Yeah, but I, I you know if I, think, I paid that much money because I had to buy two because we're equal opportunity feminists here. And, what you you bought two? Well, I've got a boy and a girl. What the fuck does that have to do with I've it? I've got a boy and a girl. Elf. We've got one boy elf for both of our kids. You know, with my children, I really need twenty of them to keep eyes on all, everything that's happening over here. <laughs> with, well, it's ninety dollars for the webcam enabled that was on the shelves. <laughs> I've got some Arduino enabled ones that are. Just wandering around. <laughs> Nanny cam elf on the shelf. That's next year. They're just drone elves. <laughs> have you have you come around. up with any particularly uh, clever? Well, if you uh, go to scenarios? my Tumblr page, you could see macelves.tumblr.com. You wouldn't think that twenty four ideas would be hard to come up with, but it gets a little taxing. I'm sure. And there's you know there's Pinterest pages devoted to it. Most of them are erotic and completely wrong. Um, I found out yesterday it's not a good idea to, to uh, Google Harry Manfest when you're at work. <laughs> and you know that comes up a lot in the office environment. Well, it did. Uh, I, one of my coworkers was uh, commiserating. One of my new coworkers had actually taken on an account that uh, I used to work with a lot. And uh, he really hates her. And he called her Manhands. So I thought it would be I thought it'd be funny if I found a picture of her um, online, and I found this I found this perfect picture of her like glamour shots with like you know her like a bald fist under her chin yeah like mm. like a glamour shot and you uh, want to Photoshop in a hairy man fist right right but <laughs> I bet you old... found hairy men fisting didn't you <laughs> I'm not saying I clicked on the search results but I got away from that page pretty quick. Yeah, Google's pretty sly like that. I saw the words you typed in, and I think I found a whole genre of porn devoted to it. Save Sir John. Save Sir John. Click the feeling lucky button. Click it. 
Are you feeling lucky? Uh, you, do you click that a lot? I've, I've never clicked it. I never click that. What happens no. if you click it? It just takes you to a link. Like, the, the link it thinks is the most accurate. Oh. I always thought it, like, went to, like, other search, en- search engines and used their results. <laughs> it takes you to DuckDuckGo and Bing. Well, they have uh, I'm Feeling Curious and something else. That's a real thing. Yeah, so if you go onto Google where it says I'm Feeling Lucky and you just hold the cursor over it for a second, it gives you I'm Feeling Curious, I'm Feeling Wonderful, I'm Feeling Artistic, okay. I'm Feeling Trendy, I'm Feeling Trans, I'm Feeling Doodly. You know, over 15 years of using Google, I've never... Use that button. Had a feeling. <laughs> Here, let's let's put in Harry Man Fist. Yeah, you're at home. We can do whatever we want. Open up an incognito tab first so you don't have a search history there. <laughs> I don't never care. Hold on. Uh, Daddy, what's this? Oh, yeah, my kid doesn't know how to use a computer. She just knows that I let her watch Caillou on it once, so it's the Caillou machine. <laughs> Daddy, we need to burn this. <laughs> <laughs> Already on it. <laughs> this machine, dude, Ka- your computer spits out pure evil. <laughs> Anything Caillou touches. That button went away, so I guess... I got an email from <clears throat> Netflix that said they thought that I would enjoy Glitter Force, and now I regret letting my children watch things under my account. <laughs> because Glitter Force, uh, I wish I had the description, uh, was is about is anime about these teenage girls that find out they have glitter powers and need to save the world. Yeah, my my YouTube uh, login now is just rotten with kid stuff that I don't want to watch. <laughs> I got my kids off of net off of YouTube by deleting that app from their iPads. Mm-hmm. But now we got them <clears throat> they know how to log into Netflix. Um, although Keely did find a deal you're watching Orange is the New Black one day. <laughs> Because uh, when you open the Netflix app, it says, who are you? And if you don't uh-huh. pick the yellow smiling poly face, you get right. adult accounts. And like recently watched was Orange is the New Black. Uh, Keely was, I don't, she was in the kitchen or something and she heard the theme song and she's like, wait, what is that? What, what are you doing? <laughs> and uh, now Adelia is always telling me when we're on the Apple TV, you're in the wrong Netflix. You need to get in the white Netflix. Apparently there's a white background on the kids' stuff. My, my daughter has figured out, because the Netflix for us, for the smart TV, there's an actual button on the remote that's red and says Netflix. Is that a Vizio? It's a Sony. Okay. So she knows exactly how to get into Netflix. Um, usually... Her account is the last one watched on it. She just hits enter, so she knows how to get into the cartoons now. So, we we watched all of Orange is the New Black, and now we're watching Girls. Mm-hmm. You seen Girls? Uh, I've seen an episode or two. I think Monique's watched it all the way through. We started watching on Amazon Prime, and it's just it's half hour. It's really kind of quirky. It it makes me wonder if anyone's life is really like that. And it has turned me on to Adam Driver. Uh-huh. He's so weird and neat Open. that operate. I can't... I, I like it so much. Siri, it's weird. Operate. <laughs> yeah, I, I, uh, I, I don't even know that I've seen him much in the show. 
And then I found out that Amazon Prime only has the first season for free. And now I'm signed up for HBO now. So I can Congratulations. F- finish watching. I've got I've got 30 days. I've got a reminder on my phone set to cancel. Let's, that always gonna, works out. Yeah, remember last time? <laughs> <laughs> you still haven't canceled Dish, have you? Uh, yeah. No, I did. I sent that. That's all gone. Now, do you get a lot of flyers in the mail? Hey. I get flyers from Comcast Dish. and Dish and sometimes both together. They want to give me gift cards. They want me to sign up for two years. They want to go through my shredder, which is what happens. I fulfill <laughs> their dream. I've sussed that out. Most of my mail goes directly to my shredder. I can't be 100% sure, but I, I think I would be more interested in Comcast if the if it wasn't for the two-year agreement they want you to sign. I'm just not interested in Comcast. I've got the internet and the streaming things that I want. The streaming things that I have time for. Mm-hmm. You know? Paul, Hello. I, uh, I understand you had a dream and you documented it? Yeah. So shortly after a spurt of not having dreams for a long time, or at least not remembering them, I heard an episode of a podcast with Merlin Mann where he was talking about dreams. Did you catch that one, Adam? What's, uh, po- what, which one? I've got to think it was back to work, <clears throat> and he was talking yeah. to Dan. Or no, it was Reconcilable Differences, and he was talking to John Sarkusa. And uh, the way he wrote down his dreams uh, was very inspiring to me, because in the past I had written down my dreams like as much as I could remember exactly the way they happened. But he kind of wrote them down like themes or, or almost abstract thoughts. And so, did you want me to read it to you? Yeah, sure. Okay. Let's hear what you got. Disjointed cookout. Moving party for shit neighbors. Is this a moving party or a party party? The music was loud but good, and everyone was drunk. Insect repellent competition. Uncut grass and buzzing insects. Silence outside the zone. Reuniting with dead pets. Max with brown eyes. I thought they were blue. Father-in-law cooks random animals in various states of life. Discuss bad home-buying practices based on the wildlife that can enter and die through openings that are not doors. Styrofoam cup of hair. I upset my father-in-law by almost puking. Now, sorry to interrupt, but is this all one dream? Yep. Holy shit. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's the most vivid dream I've had in a long time. Did you ha- did you eat spaghetti the night before and put up a bunch of Christmas lights? You know what? I did have the spaghetti. That's so weird. Uh, nothing to do with Christmas lights. Keely doesn't like uh, flashing lights while we sleep. Or I would totally <laughs> do that all the time. <laughs> well, you give up some things when you get married. Yeah, that and ketchup are just out the door. <laughs> I haven't had a vivid, or I hadn't had a vivid dream in a long time, uh, up until a week or so ago, and I I had one. I don't remember now exactly what it was about. I do remember uh, describing it to my wife in the morning, um, but it had something to do with some lady and her weird vagina, and it wasn't a sexy dream. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> no sexy. <laughs> no. Oh, weird vagina again. Yeah. <laughs> Have you guys seen Inside Out? Reruns, yes. And the the portions of that where they're where they're uh, recording the dreams. Oh, makes makes me think about stuff like that. 
<laughs> little recording studio where they're inside Adam's head. <sighs> Weird vagina again. Come on, guys. Who's writing this crap? But it worked so well last runs? time. <laughs> it's not even yeah. sexy. <laughs> In fact, it's decidedly not sexy. That's it's a weird vagina. Weird vagina. <laughs> well, I, I wrote down I wrote down uh, my dream. Yeah, I was interested in this. It's two words. Got pregnant. Oh. It, in my dream, I was pregnant. That's that's so a there was that. Yep. How far did that go? <laughs> well, when I. Like at the beginning of the dream, when I found out I was pregnant, I was probably like three months pregnant, and by the end of the dream, I was closer to nine months pregnant. But you never had the child. No, you never had to think about where the child was leaving your body. No, well, the whole thing was strange. But like the last, say, third of the dream, I was basically just standing there, and my dad was in the dream, and we were at the beach. Like a, and I just remember watching the waves come up on the shore and going, I've never been to the beach before. And in context, it was like um, a saltwater beach, I, you know, which isn't true. I have been. Oh, okay. I've been to the ocean before. Were you a seahorse in the dream? Nope. I was a person. All right. I was me. Male seahorse. Except I was pregnant. Baby. You ever, you ever have, I mean, I think this happens a lot in my dreams. I don't know if it's a common thing, but like... <clears throat> You go through the whole dream, and there's there's someone else in the dream, and you assign a name to that person. And it's not even until you wake up and you reflect on the dream, you're like, okay, I was calling that person this, but they were actually this person. Like, their face <laughs> was someone else. Like, that happens to me a lot, where I'm like, I, I assign this identity to a person, and then... It's not till after I'm out of the dream that I'm like, no, they totally look like my 8th grade teacher, but uh-huh. I was... You know, I was calling him something else. That's just your subconscious of... wishing you had the ability to change people's names. Probably. <laughs> no, I've never, I don't you, think I've ever had anything like you've that. You've always been a Ralph to me. <laughs> that Ralph guy is always terrorizing my dreams. Do, do you mean Adam again? Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Adam, yeah, right. yeah. Yeah, yeah, Ralph. Ralph. I've just always thought of him as a Ralph. <laughs> Looks like a Ralph. How many Adams can you have in your life? Seriously. Well, I've got a lot. Too many. I, I include Adam Driver now. <laughs> you and your old pal, Adam Driver. And Adam Baldwin's always been there. <laughs> I'd be okay with Adam Baldwin being there. He seems pretty cool. Is there an Adam Baldwin? Yeah. There is. This sounds like a Todd Waite situation. <laughs> no. <clears throat> I mean, I know there. there's tons he's, of Baldwins. He's not a Baldwin brother. Oh. Okay. No, he is. Oh? Adam? Yeah. No. Hold on, let me look at the Google machine. I'm pretty sure... <laughs> I'm a Baldwin, you're a Baldwin. Unless Everyone's we're a Baldwin, thinking of Baldwin, a different Baldwin. Baldwin. Well, it's not Baldwin. Baldwin. Okay, I'm definitely, definitely thinking of the right Baldwin. Okay, Full Metal Jacket. He's right. from Winnetka. That's around where I'm at. Uh, no, maybe he is not a Baldwin brother. He doesn't look like a Baldwin. No, he doesn't. He's... I mean, he is, a, he is a Baldwin. It's right there in the name. <laughs> and he might, he might have a brother. He's related to Emilio Estevez. What? <laughs> Isn't everyone? Oh, he was in Full Metal Jacket. I yeah. didn't know that. Uh, was Martin Sheen in that? You're uh, thinking uh, Apocalypse Now? Maybe. Okay, I don't think Adam Baldwin's a... Uh, how did I even know... 
Who Adam Baldwin was there? No relation to the Baldwin brothers. I told you. I'm afraid Dan- to Google, but I'm going to Google because <clears throat> Daniel, William, and Stephen are Baldwin brothers. What about Alec? Well, and all- Alec is like the seminal canon Baldwin. He's the Baldwin. He's the mm-hmm. Baldwin of bald. <laughs> he's the baldest Baldwin. <laughs> yes, he's the Baldwiniest. <clears throat> The Baldwiniest. I mean, I, I like Googled him, saw his face, and went, okay, I know that guy. I think I was thinking of Stephen Baldwin. I think you're thinking of Robocop. <laughs> was Adam Baldwin in Robocop? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I got his... Uh, but he should have been. Oh. Hold on, let me Google. Should Adam Baldwin have been in Robocop? Uh, he's been in lots of serenity there we go yes i did not know who this guy was he was in chuck (laughs) well uh when i put that in the google box uh everything that uh that comes up says it's missing the word robocop in my search (laughs) don't give me results if you're gonna drop off so he was in half-life too oh so you know how the theory is that we have we are in an expanding universe. Uh huh. I think what that really means is Adam right now is expanding the universe through his Google searches. Yeah, well, that's what yep. we do. That's how we make it bigger <laughs> with our imagination. We feed into the system, and it grows. Yep. I yep. recently now- decided that everything we know about time travel is crap because nobody in the universe cares what we do on this stupid planet. Well, I think for me to follow through on this all the way, I'm going to have to go to Wikipedia and put that Adam Baldwin <laughs> with a RoboCop. <laughs> that, that might be. But I, I postulate that if you do absolutely nothing and tomorrow you put in, was Adam Baldwin in RoboCop, this whole extra section of the internet will just pop up. And yes, he was in RoboCop. Well, it wasn't was he, it was should he have been. Right. There There. should at least be a corner of the internet devoted to, (laughs) god damn it, yes, he should have been in RoboCop. (laughs) You mean a subreddit? Yeah, basically. (laughs) I'd say go start it, but... Will one of you interact on on Reddit with somebody? Just uptick some things and start our Reddit. I just don't get Reddit, so... Oh, I know. Gotta feel old. You're having a... You're having a hard time figuring out how to subreddit. I'm having a hard time figuring out how to Reddit. So I've Just got regular I've old got Reddit. an account on Reddit, and I've subscribed to some things that I thought would be interesting to read if I had time to look at anything ever. That's about the end of that for me. <laughs> Isn't this enough community interaction for you? Why can't I start a goddamn subreddit? Look, I want a place to make a forum for my thing that no one pays attention to. <laughs> Why won't you just let me do it? Well, you have to pass the test that shows you know how to Reddit before you can go in and start subredditing. I feel like I could go the cheap route. I could go the hate speech route, because hate speech Reddit is... That's got to be super (laughs) easy, right? You heard about ham planets? No. Oh. What's a ham planet? Uh, People on Reddit call fat people ham planets on uh, on the hate fat people subreddits. (laughs) <laughs> okay yeah i don't know it's a thing yeah uh that that looks to check out <clears throat> fat people don't tease them they have enough on their plates 
Oh, shit. <laughs> and you know, I can't. I can't combat that. I had two McRibs tonight. You know, some people, you know, you know, you go to the store and they are two for five. Some people say they are four for ten, but I say they are eight for twenty. <laughs> yep, that checks out. Paul McBride, good at math. Hells no. <laughs> oh, a picture of a guy who has a ham for a head and a grill in his mouth. That's did, awesome. Did you ever go to myfailinghealth.com? Uh, I don't remember. I don't think so. Who's the proprietor of that website? Me. Okay. Failing. No, then I definitely have not. <laughs> Dot com. Uh, all right, there's a picture of a tricycle and a hose. Is it? Is this what? <laughs> <laughs> is this what you did with your twelve dollar refund from Google? No, that's a top secret project that I told Keely about, and she was like, "Really? We got to pay for this?" <laughs> okay, wait. So, am I on the right page with the tricycle and the hose? Do you see a picture of me? Yes. Yes, you're um, you're on the tricycle. Yeah. Oh, hold on. Oh, the oh, okay. There you are. <laughs> the picture is so big. All I saw was the tricycle and the hose to the left. And then when I hover over the picture, it says Paul on a giant tricycle. And I thought maybe you were invisible. <laughs> oh, oh, I see. I get what you're saying. Because there are, uh, there are two there are several two tricycles. tricycles. Yeah. There are two right. two of them. And what does the title of the webpage <laughs> say? Like uh, you're fat, Paul. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So that's oh, what yeah. I got going for me. And what uh, what are, what are the tricycles for? Uh, so that is at one of the pumpkin patches. They're just mm-hmm. for people to to ride on. Are they easy to use? They're fun to use, actually. And I wouldn't say easy. There's, if your legs are the right length, they're okay. You 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 do look a little small or a little big for the. Tricycle. A little big for the giant tricycle. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> That's me. So this is this is it. I don't see any links or anything. Oh no, there's. No I haven't done anything else. That's just it. <clears throat> uh, you definitely need to put a link behind the the one way sign. <laughs> that needs to go somewhere. I'm not sure where, but somewhere. Oh, yeah, I see that. Yeah, once I teach myself CSS, that picture might be shrunk down a little bit. Other things could happen. I don't know. <laughs> a whole world of internet stuff could happen. Yeah, I know. I mean... <laughs> could even make a subreddit about this picture. Not, not, uh... Yeah. I've got, I've got several domains, because domains are fun and easy to buy on domains.google.com. Uh, I'm gonna have to let some of them go, I think. Oh... Uh. Yeah, do you guys care if I let uh, wearebadatgames.com go? No, I don't care. You don't want to do anything with that? No. <laughs> okay. Well, I pr- appreciate you teaching us about ham planets. <laughs> you know, I'm doing my part to put body positivity awareness out there. <clears throat> Not for ham planets, for God's sake. <laughs> for everybody else. Paul, I clicked on one of the links that takes me to your Flickr uh, account. Yeah, how's that looking? And I'm looking at these pictures of your uh, 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 elf on the shelf. This is really weird because I've got the Flickr app on my phone and Keely's phone, and I've uh-huh. got IFTTT sending pictures from my phone to Flickr. So I'm getting a lot of duplicates, 
But none mm-hmm. of them are supposed to be public. Oh, well, I'm looking at them. They're all supposed to be going into my private <laughs> pictures folder. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. This is. Yeah, I don't know what's happening there, but okay. So, so would you uh, like to talk right. about my elves on the shelves? Yes. I Firstly, I want to say I like your, um, uh, your Amazon truck box. Uh-huh. You, you took an Amazon box, you cut it out, you drew... Some wheels and headlights. Looks like two tires and headlights on it. Yep. Very nice. I like that. That's better than anything I have done. But I, I'm going to take issue with two other photos. One, one is you've got your elves hanging, it looks like... <laughs> By a noose? <laughs> well, no. No, <laughs> but they got their... Eyes. <laughs> they've got their arms, like, up. Like, they're hanging... They're holding on for dear life on this door, but it... Oh, I, yeah, that's the robe hook in the bathroom? Okay, I mean, that it just a, looks like they're in pain. So now... The, like you've hung them up That was for, the mom and dad are tired. <laughs> right. Mom and dad are tired. I, and don't then see, you, I don't see that one on your Tumblr. Your Tumblr's lacking. I'm a little uh, behind. Okay. I take, I've been taking the pictures with both phones and haven't been catching it up. Got it. You know, give me some time. There's only two days left. Then I got plenty of time to post everything. What's the other one you take issue with? The other one is the one where they're like they're outside the door looking in, all creepy like. Oh, did I get <laughs> with, with their wee beady eyes? Okay, yeah. So that night, the children spent the night at my parents' house. Okay. And so when they came home, they found the elves there waiting for them. Oh. What? Okay. What didn't make I. Is there only one picture there? Well, it's it's there's a duplicate. Okay, so there should be. There's a, the, well, there's another one where the, it's from the back. Yes, because as soon as we walked in, the kids lost their shit. It's their butts. <laughs> their butts are sticking through the blinds. Nice. Yep, that's what that is. I mean, looking at the ones uh, I've got up here, I like the one where uh, they have defaced your family portrait. Yeah, yeah, I like that, that one's one. pretty good. Uh, and I, I like the one where they're playing out a scene from the movie Alive uh, in your fridge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good too. Uh, some of these ideas were stolen from the intranet. Mm. Oh, but uh, the bus box one was mine. The blinds was Keeley's. Um, you see them with the headphones. No. They're playing some Christmas music on the on the record player. Might not have made the good. That was my idea. No, it pers- doesn't look like it made it to Flickr. As a person who has um, turned a, uh, a small loaf of bread and cucumbers into a vehicle, I, I appreciate the bus box one. That sounds really intricate. Did you pull the pastrami off there first? No. That was at McCree's. <laughs> Oh, oh, I thought this was elf-related. They took a couple of skewers. Those are the axles through yes, a couple cucumbers on I remember. Wheels, drew the windshield and all that on it. And chucked the whole thing in the fryer. Probably. No, that was when I made a little fryer boat and I made little pepperoncini men that were rowing. Yeah. They didn't live. No. No. Management didn't like that. No, Management they didn't, didn't appreciate like your creativity. They didn't. They, they said I wasted a piece of bread, but it was a weird piece of bread that had a weird bubble at the back. It looked like a fucking car. Let me be creative. Yeah, right. heck yeah! You're not going to get to a patron. You're going to have some old lady 
you're gonna have some old lady bitch about her malformed sub anyway. So just let me take take it out of the loop. It's Jeez. funny how serious they took things when they were not that serious. You want to get mad about this two-cent piece of bread? I ate $10 worth of ham on my shift. We're not going to talk about the $20 worth of cheesecake we ate. Don't you worry about that. Or the, You know, I was just thinking the other day, how big do you think those sour cream containers were? They were like half-gallon, right? And we used to fill them up with ice and soda. Oh, yeah. No wonder we were whacked out of our fucking minds. I was getting half a gallon of Mountain Dew every night. At least. At least. You could, there was this, you know, you would, you would drink it and it's really cold and it's really hot in the, in the kitchen and it would feel so good that you wouldn't even need to breathe anymore. You're just downing it and it's coating your throat with the sugary goodness and and then you just start vibrating back to work. (laughs) Well, I'm thinking we're all a little overweight. Uh, we might need to contact people who were who worked at McCree's, not even when we were just there, like people before, people after. We need a class action lawsuit. Oh, yeah. Sound I thought you were going to say support group, but I like this better. What about a subreddit? <laughs> Bing! Oh, you've got your physical bell. Yeah, I'm a little lax on that. It's behind all my beverages. Paul, I don't I don't think you worked at McCree's at the time because we were at the new McCree's. But Adam, like they had started bitching about people eating the cheesecake. And Adam goes into the walk-in and takes, <laughs> takes like the crumbs cheese, from one of the Oreo cheesecakes. Yeah. Just like wipes it all over his face and comes out and goes, Who's been eating all the cheesecake? <laughs> I, I don't That's the only I've good memory seen, I have from that place. I, I don't think I've ever seen Anthony Kitchen laugh so hard. Like he, <laughs> I, I want to say he doubled over. I had it like caked all around my lips, like I was like I like I was in blackface or something. Did you last longer than he did, or no? I think he was still there when I left. It's so weird that our new McCrees is not even an old. Mc, you know, it's it's weird. Yeah, it's not anything like McCree's, New McCree's, and Nouveau McCree's. <laughs> is it, that's the one that's uh, like what north of where the it's, new one we worked at? Yeah, what they call that? It's the Gucci, uh, the Gucci Martins. Have you heard yeah. of that? So, I've in the Gucci Martin shopping center, there is a Villa McCree's, and. I can't even imagine what working there's got to be like if when it was just a sandwich shop, they treated it so seriously. Now that yeah. it's serious, God, it's got to be like a concentration camp. But, Paul, they still have, like, a section where you can go and be in, like, old McCree's, right? Actually, I think it's more like new McCree's, but... You well, know, you, know, you know what I meant. I know what you mean, yeah. Not old, old McCree's. TVs and booths? Yeah. Where they corral families if you don't and ask they- for... Fancier. But Diane is still there serving tables, so <laughs> she's there twenty years when we were there. Oh, All I right. thought that was a Cheers reference. No, nope. Norm. Tomorrow I'm going on a corned beef quest. <laughs> nice. Where are you going? Quest. <laughs> like multiple places or a specific place? First, I eat the discount pastrami. Then I sit in the field. <laughs> I wait for it to take hold. <laughs> 
Please visit bettercallpaul.support for roughly more of the same of what you've heard here. You can send emails to contact at bettercallpaul.support. Be sure to state if we can use your name or read your email aloud. Or call into 574-334-7726. We won't answer the phone, but we might play your message on the next podcast. We can be found on Twitter, Tony, at Druid42, Adam, at Manual Nerds, and me, Paul, at TheGuru42. Show titles. I've got three of them. Yeah, so I, I've uh, changed my workflow. Please don't stop recording. I need these show titles because my notes are shite. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I noticed swiping not rubbing was not part of the available titles that you gave us. And it turns out, uh, when you're trying to write down a lot of stuff, index cards are not the way to go. <laughs> I'm for for Thanksgiving. I I found this recipe. I made these little tiny pretzel pastrami sandwiches for like hors d'oeuvres. Mm. They were really good. They were uh, uh you did, like take biscuit dough and pretzelize it. Um, <laughs> that sounds you, scientific. What are you doing there? Uh, you, no, they use lye. You ju- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you got to change the chemical composition of that biscuit dough. No. Oh, this um, is uh, nano gastronomy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a. a it was. I turned my house into a gastropub for Thanksgiving. Nice. <laughs> we we inhaled ice cream vapor for dessert. Several kinds Breathe of Breathe it in. Breathe it in. Um, yeah, no, it was, you, you basically you throw the biscuit dough in um, uh, boiling water that has a little um, a little baking soda in it, and, you know, you boil those for just a little bit, and then you bake them, and it makes little pretzels. You're boiling dough. Yeah. Yeah. Pretzels and bagels, that's how. That's that news to me. Um do and I then, detect a hint of anise in this vapor? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> mm, uh, might, might be tarragon. Hold on. <laughs> this this ice cream is stunning. <laughs> just just stunning. Are either of you listening to Top Scallops? No. Okay. Okay. No, but I thought it was interesting that Merlin Mann is doing a podcast with Max Temkin. I don't know who that is. He's the uh, he runs the Cards Against Humanity. Oh, that's Chicago right. Area. He did say that. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've never played that. I knew the name and I couldn't place it. Um, yeah, Monique is doing the uh, their Hanukkah promotion this year. Um, I don't know if you guys heard of like what Cards Against Humanity does around the holidays. Not re- well, uh, I did it last get year. Your name printed on cards last year. Yeah, they did last year. This year, they, it was Hanukkah themed because everyone on their staff apparently is Jewish. So the, f- the first like four gifts they sent out were socks, and uh, each one had a letter from one of the people's parents. Like this is Max, and this is Dave on our staff, and here's a letter from his dad. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, a like a written letter, yeah. like dear dear Max. No, it was like, I think they just asked one of the, you know, each would ask their parents to just write a one page, it was typed, like one page letter on, they'd say, you know, what's the, what's the meaning of, oh, okay. or, you know, whatever. So, 
And it ships um, out with the cards to customers? Well, well this one, they didn't... Uh, the first couple of the gifts didn't have any cards at all. There was, a like, a Hanukkah-themed, like, a small card set they sent out. Um, but, uh, it, and then I think the... Well, the the fourth night... I thought they were it, they they were setting it up like every night was going to be socks because each of the socks had a menorah with one candle lit and the second <laughs> one had two candles lit, but then the fourth gift they sent a field notes book out, um, saying that they sent uh, the money for that particular day to um, NPR, and they made donations on everybody's behalf. So they sent this out, and when you open the back of it, there's list a list of suggested podcasts on there to, to listen to, and Roderick on the Line was one of them. Oh, okay. Um. And then uh, the uh, next gift that came, they said uh, um, they didn't actually send a gift. It was just a, a letter. And they said, hey, the money we used uh, from this day, we took um, – it was this whole letter explaining like in – they uh, they used a Chinese company to print the cards because that was the cheapest way for them to do that and make it cost efficient. Um, but in China, they don't uh, they don't really get any paid vacations or anything. So they took a bunch of money and sent everybody from that factory over stateside for a week. Oh, wow. wow. So, and none of uh, them came back. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to stay. I, no I think I just want to stay here. <laughs> this um, is okay. Yeah, it's they, not bad. They do, they do really neat things. But they did, did you guys hear about their uh, Black Friday thing this year? Mm-mm. No. So, well, last year for Black Friday, on if you went to their website... Their Black Friday was, Friday sale was everything was 15% more. <laughs> oh, I did hear that. <clears throat> you didn't get anything more. You just It was just 15% right. more. <clears throat> so this year for Black Friday, they took everything off their store. They said the only thing we're selling is you give us $5. We don't <laughs> give you anything. Okay, I did hear about this. Yeah. So they... Um, they did that, and then I actually went through and, and uh, kind of went through the web form, and you had, actually had to click like a, you know, a checkbox that said, "I, I understand." Yeah, yeah, I am not getting anything for this. And like that following Monday, they put out a list of, um, you know, because when you're giving them the five bucks, they didn't say what they were using it for. Mm-hmm. The following Monday, they uh, they said we kept all the money. Uh, here's what we did with it, and literally they took, they brought in like seventy five thousand dollars, and they wow. split it. They split it amongst their like twenty five staffers, and they, so, they put a they put a list out on that Monday and like, uh, here's what everybody did with that money. So going into it, Black Friday is known at their company as a fundraising device. No, it wasn't even like a fundraiser. It was just like, give us five bucks. No, I know, but I mean, people go and do it because they want to give these people more money to support them. Well, it's well with them. It's like they have a history of doing good things with this money, right? Um, so, you know, you're you're just kind of, you know, I think a lot of people were giving them five bucks just because they thought it was funny and just seeing, you know, when to see yeah. what they did with it. Well, I've never used their product, but I do appreciate them as a company because many of the webs, uh, the podcasts I listen to, they sponsor and they sponsor with, you know, please don't do an ad read. Instead, play this. Uh, what has it been? Intros for Roderick, and then um, yeah. on Accidental Tech podcast, they've had. Uh, John Syracuse a review uh, toaster ovens. 
Oh. So they send him a toaster <laughs> oven and uh, have him review it on the show. And he is, uh, I just love those. Although he is now sick to death of toaster ovens and has them <laughs> all over his house. But he's well, so good at picking apart the problems with design and function of things. The the Black Friday list they put out when they, you know, so they, they gave each of these staffers, you know, a couple thousand dollars each. And um, it's it. They didn't state it, but it looked like um, they said, you know, do do what you will with the money. But we, it looked like they were encouraging people to at least donate some amount somewhere. So most of them donated money elsewhere. Some of them were donating money to some charity and then paying off student loans. Or, but like one girl on the list, she bought like a solid gold dildo. And that was like all she bought with her money. Nice. And they listed all of it. <laughs> Everything everybody bought. So uh, that was pretty cool. Anywho. Anywho. Better Call Paul is brought to you by Cards Against Humanity that don't even know it. <laughs> they don't they don't know they don't want us to read an ad. <laughs> And Squarespace. Yes, we have a Squarespace. <laughs> you can find that at bettercallpaul.support. And if you want to send us anything on Twitter, use the hashtag HeyBCP. We'll take well, anything. Anyone? Just, anything at all. Whatever. Any sort of feedback. Holy crap. Paul, have you, like, have you checked the, the voicemail? It all comes to my phone. There's been nothing. Even the people that have been... Uh, unintentionally calling me for debt reasons are not there anymore. Aww. It's been dead. And I wish they would leave a message. I would play it. I get four <laughs> seconds of silence like ten times a day and then like this month it's just been silent. I must have paid everybody off. <laughs> I'm not dead free. Sorry. Alright. Will you gentlemen have a happy holidays and I assume we're never going to get any actual listeners, so I, I'm guessing that the only people who will listen to this is our kids in the future. In the future, they're like, "What? What, what was Dad doing?" Right? What did you know? What was Dad all about? And Paulie can see me editing the podcast, and he's like, "Oh, you're editing a podcast." <laughs> like, yep, that's what I'm doing. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Go away. He's- He's, the way you uh, do his voice, he seems like that uh, character from uh, Bob's Burgers, like the older Gene? daughter. Oh, <laughs> no, the older daughter. Yeah. Well, I don't. I, I haven't watched it enough to <clears throat> remember. I watched it tonight, and I don't know her name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're editing a podcast. Yeah. Well, that's when he's not uh, in full kung fu mode, hitting me. So. <laughs> Oh God! Yeah, my uh, Isla. Um, the past couple of days, when it, to get her in my in my car in her car seat, it's it's really uncomfortable for, uncomfortable for me. And I'm I'm like leaning over her trying to get the straps on, and she's taken to just start smacking me in the face uh, <laughs> while I'm trying to do that, uh, which isn't great because I just had oral surgery Saturday. So oh, she was I'm like, please stop that. Stop. <laughs> Please. Stop. Please. Please. You're, you're killing my Vicodin buzz. Yeah. Speaking of which, I'm going to go get... It's codeine, but... 
Yeah, Pauly, Pauly's got, uh, you know, both ends of the spectrum. When he's really happy, he hits. When he's really angry, he hits. It's like, <laughs> just quit hitting me. Uh, just need that nice middle-of-the-road kid. All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. All right, later. Good night. See ya.